I can now safely say, because I've been the book has been thrown at me literally this time, that he is the author of the winning Metanawas mindset, Dr. Tando Sibanda. Right here, the book is in my hand as I speak to you. He's in studio to talk about the winning mindset. I quote him, the battle must first be won in the mind before the body shows up in the field. Dr. T? Yeah, my brother. It's wonderful having you here. Good evening. You know, I love to be here. Thank you. Congratulations on the book. Yeah, thank you. It's here. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> many months of work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many months of work. Yes. Yeah. Years of building the concept, yeah. but uh, many months of, of, of Yes, of, of ultimately work. putting it yeah. down uh, pay, uh, a pen on paper and creating a book out of out of this work excellent congratulations no, thank you. well let's put it to life on air because that's what we're here for we're here to sure. talk about this thing that you call the winning mindset yeah. what is that yeah well um the winning mindset comes from the main concept uh, or rather the thesis statement that winners are not just born they are also made yeah you see, um, 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 a lot of us always abdicate the concept of winning to others. You know, if there is that uh, a guy who was always better than you at school, if, yeah. they, if there is that athlete who was always good, there is that businessman who was always. So we, we, we outsource winning to them, and we don't. And then we think, well, they were born winners; they were born to win, and we alienate ourselves from the process of winning. Yes. But uh, we've got to understand that winning has has a code that can be cracked. Winning uh, has a has a has a has a formula. And everyone, everyone can crack that card if you look at it. Well, let's talk about that code. Let's talk about the ingredients of that code. You speak about developing the right belief system, uh, letting go of your limits. That's code number, or at least uh, ingredient number one. Talk to us about that. Right. Yes. In fact, we need to understand that our belief system is very key. Now, uh, um, Everything that we do, everything that we are is a result of our belief system. In fact, I can go so much to say that the belief system is the, is, is the operating system through which behavior applications run. Mm -hmm. So, so you, you can literally not arise, you, you, you can't rise above your belief system. Yes. What, what you believe is what, is, is what becomes the basis for your, for your output. And so now uh, um, we find that a lot of people have got different belief systems. They, 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 they are empowering beliefs and they are limiting beliefs, yes. you know. And, um, and, um, and of course, you find that when you are confronted with a belief system and someone who believes they can win, they usually win. I mean, remember, remember uh, uh, when Mike Tyson uh, in 1986, at, uh, 26 July at the, at the, at the, at the, at the Glen Staples Center in New York City when he was fighting uh, 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 Marvis Fraser, yes. you know, the son of the leg legendary Joe Fraser. That, that fight was over in in what, 25, 26 seconds? Yeah. Marvis Fraser is on the canvas, you know, and Tyson is unstoppable. And then I, I watch a documentary much later where he talks about how he used to win the fight. Yes. He says that even when we got, when we get into the ring, before any punch is thrown, I would look at the guy square in the, in the eyes. You know, that soul-searching look. Yes. He says if he so much as flinched or looked aside, or looked aside. I knew I had him. The fight was over before it even began. He said, you see, he says, because I had such a deep belief system that that I'm a winner, that, that I was born to do this. You, you know, I had such a huge, deep belief system that, that, that when I stand in that ring, nothing can stand in front of me. And so you realize that your belief system is very, it's very, very important. It's very, very so, important. So as they say, as a man thinketh, so is he. So is he. So is he. It's actually interesting because in 2014, I... 
uh, when South Africa was uh, Saskok was sending uh, athletes to the to the to the Commonwealth Games. Yes. I happened to interview quite a number of the of the teams. So I went to Germiston and spoke to the badminton team. Now the interesting thing about the badminton team, um, um, so I interviewed them. I interviewed the coach and the players. I said, guys, what's your belief system concerning winning? I mean, you are going to represent the country. Yes. So, so the guys are like, ah, well, you know what? There is Canada. Canada is good in 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 badminton. There is the US. There is Japan. Actually, we don't really think we are good enough to bring any silverware home. And then the minister had said, look, about fifty thousand for 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 a gold medal you know the, the monies were good and, yes. and the and the inspiration was good you know so i knew that mm, the belief system is very low there then i go to pretoria and and went to the uh, aquatics team you know uh, that's the team uh, you know that's the swimming yeah, the team the wet people yes, yes 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 those guys <laughs> man brilliant i get there they are doing their laps and then i speak to the coach who's a, who's a former olympian he says to me one of the key things we do when you people normal people wake up at 7 in the morning to go to work we are done with our laps in the water then we do mindset training for the rest of the day because mm. where skill sets are meshed is the stronger mindset that wins. Our belief system is that we are born winners. You know, we are here to win. We are here to bring medals home. Then I went to the judo uh, uh, camp the following day. Uh, also in Pretoria, you know, they, they're a camp. They're hosting Namibia and all of these guys. I speak to the athletes. Again, the belief system, very strong. Yes. Guess what? South Africa goes to the Games, brings back 40 medals, right? And 18 of those came from those two disciplines. Wow. The swimming and the judo. Guess what? Badminton, nothing. Nothing. nothing you got to mention that they arrived. Yeah. <laughs> So you see, you 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 don't get the dreams you have. You get the belief system you have. Your belief system is very strong. You're starting a business. What's your do? Do you believe you can succeed? Do you believe you can hold a million rand? Do you believe you can set up a company is that it you can not handle? Dangerous though, because I've I've you know, is there no risk of of it being almost like an empty thing where people say I believe I believe and there's nothing to pick it up. Now, now the good thing is that remember, remember when you are looking at winning, the belief system uh, is what gets you going. The belief system is what keeps you standing. Yes. But of course, there are other legs. It's it's like a three-legged pot, yes. right? So you need to have a, a, a belief system. You need to have the other two things that I'm going to talk about. Let's so, talk about those two things. All right, let's talk about the two things. Yes, <laughs> let's talk about the next leg. Right. Yeah. The next leg is 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 the standard. I call it raising your standard. So the first one is you let go of your limiting beliefs because mm -hmm. we don't start because we don't believe we can win. We don't we 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 don't dwell because we don't even believe you know we are supposed to be there. It's almost like for you to get into business, you know, you are unsure. You know, there is no belief there. Yeah. But now, when you have let go of your limiting beliefs and you now have an empowering belief system, the next thing is you raise the standard. Mm. Now that word standard is a very interesting word. I mean, developed from around the 12th century, it was a military term, right? So when they developed it, it was a concept where you take a pole and a flag and you would put the pole and you would put it fast on, 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 on the ground, deep on the ground, and then you put the flag. So it was a stand hard. The concept standard is a, is a combination of two words, stand hard. Oh. So now everybody would see that and the wind would blow, but but your emblem would stand. Would stand hard. Would stand hard. And, and so that set the standard. That, that set the standard. And so it etymologized uh, to actually mean, uh, 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 you, you know, a standard is now a unit of measurement. Yeah. When when you want to win, when you want to have a winning mindset, you are a business person. You 
need to raise the standard. Remember, your standard is what I call your thumbprint because your thumbprint is your brand. Your standard also speaks to your footprint, which is your influence. You are a business person. You are a person of influence. Your standard must be high. Raise the standard of your words. Raise the standard of your actions. Uh, You you know, when I consult uh, and in most of the work that I do, I find that the challenge with most of our upcoming entrepreneurs is the issue of standard. Yes. They, They don't have a raised standard. You know, they are late to meetings, you know, you ask for a business plan, you get a paragraph, the English is bad, you know, Mm -hmm. things are terrible, things have not been thought out, and you realize that it's not the lack of a concept, no, it's the challenge of a standard. The standard is not raised. uh, They have not risen their own standards. Yes, yes. And that's very critical. I, I, I love what you're saying. So earlier today, I took my car in to change tires. And, and I went to a, a small business supplier. You know, mm-hmm. I thought, I'm going to give this guy a chance. And, because that's what I do. I, I give SMEs a chance. I can't preach that language here and, and keep on going to the big guys to give them the money. Yeah. And I was amazed because the guy has serious standards. So after, after changing my tires, he, he was doing the wheel alignment. I mean, the guy's got a computer. The, mm. I, I, and he actually makes me sit and watch. And I can see the alignment as it happens on the computer and stuff like that. I thought, wow. That's a race standard. At, at this point, I'm not going to ask how much. I'm so impressed. I'm going to pay this guy for whatever he's doing. You know, and that's raising a standard. Absolutely. Yes. You see, you, you see, the thing is that ask yourself, why do people take you seriously? Yeah. It's because of your standard. Ask yourself, why do people not take you seriously? Again, it's because of your standard. If you are the guy who always has an excuse because you are late to meetings, you know, today it was the train, tomorrow yep. it was this, it was that, it was an accident, it was a roadblock, it was this, and you are the one who never makes the meetings on time, you never submit things on time, you know, the challenge is a standard. We need to raise the standard in our personal lives and in our businesses. Let, let, let's bring it even closer before you go to the next leg, Dr. T. Yes. The, one of the excuses maybe reasons, maybe valid reasons that you would hear from small business practitioners is, well, I can't afford. So let's use a a cake maker. Mm -hmm. So a cake maker would make you the cake, but, you know, it's not looking as excellent as it it would look if you had bought it from somebody else, you know, who's got the money and stuff like that. What is your advice? Because I, I think what they do is that they do 10 substandard cakes when they could have made seven grade cakes or, or six grade cakes? Should it be the six grade cakes or seven substandards and hoping that somebody can afford the substandard one? Right. I, I, I'm, I remember uh, your, your, your question is quite relevant because I was, I was, um, I was actually speaking to a, a, um, a young entrepreneur on, uh, on Sunday, yeah. uh, you know, you know where, where I was doing the mindset toy in, in a certain church. And, um, and, um, and, um, and she was saying, look, I've got this great idea. You know, I'm launching my brand. And indeed, she's doing great. But the first question I asked, I said, at what level do you want to enter the marketplace? Yes. Because you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Your standard needs to needs to set a tone. Your standard needs to uh, be something that people can rally around. Yes. It needs to be something that people can rise up to. A lot of times we compromise standard for quantity. And yet standard must speak to quality. I'd rather make one cake, which even if just one person bought, what they will say about the quality of my work and about the service that I gave them will open so many doors yeah. than to make so many cakes that 
that nobody, everybody's very quick to forget about yes, them, you know. Yes. Um, um, or on, when, or when they want to buy the negotiate price because they don't think it's worthy of the price that you've put on it. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Sometimes, uh, you know, great things take time. Yes. Quality takes time. Quality takes time. You know, cheap is, uh, you know, uh, they say excellence is costly, but cheap is expensive. Yeah. 